Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. And so much happened, but also nothing at all on this week's episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. But you know what? There's always something to talk about. There's always a scandal in Bachelor Nation. We're looking ahead to BravoCon. The reality TV world is buzzing, even if the Paradise episodes aren't delivering. So I have someone who's going to help us figure out what really happened on the beach, what's happening off the beach, and just give general thoughts on the reality TV world and what's going on. You know him, you love him. Zachary Reality, how are you? Ah, what an amazing introduction. I'm so excited to be back. I feel like I've been here a few times. We've obviously become closer friends, I think, like, yeah. throughout the year. So I just like love coming on here with you because you know it's going to be good. I feel like a lot of people always tell me that they love when I'm on here, like we have a good rapport and we get to the point and we spill the tea. And like, this is the Bachelor podcast you want to listen to this week. Oh my God. Thank you so much for saying that. I totally agree. Do you find it weird that I call you Zachary reality? Like what should I call you when we're just casually talking? No, it's always going to be Zachary reality. When people put um, my contacts like in their phone, like they ask me for my last name. I'm like, just put reality. Um, but I, I feel like all that. my close friends like end up just calling me Zach. Um, but I just like, let's keep up Zachary reality as long as we can. I think that's perfect. I think that is your last name legally. It should be in your social security be. card. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's just jump into Bachelor in Paradise to start. I mean, obviously, the overall, I feel like, reaction has been it's lackluster. I feel like people were very excited about the season. Um, the players we thought were going to be there. It's kind of random. Um, not so hating random. on any of the people who they did get. Like, it's fine, but it just feels weird like are you getting that uh, the same impression that the internet is just kind of like who why what <laughs> this season is so lagging and it's exhausting and i don't know if it's just because there's so many extra episodes but it just feels like we're seeing the same thing happen over and over again like i don't want to see genevieve and justin break up for the 17th time like and we get it we're five episodes in with one rose ceremony yeah. And That's we're going to have illegal. one next week. We'll <laughs> right. have one, which I think Ashley and Jared are literally going to participate in. So get ready. Right. Because they said at first they were because Ashley tweeted last night, like it's over everybody. But I was under the impression they were on Monday's episode as well. No, they said Ashley commented on Bachelor Data's Instagram that she's they're leaving on Monday. So I guess they did like a five episode special. And I really think they should have just hosted the season. It would have been so much better and less awkward. So what do you think of the Ashley and Jared of it all? Because I like Ashley and Jared as people. They're actually have always been very generous with their time and interviews. Mm -hmm. 
they have been generous to always kind of, you know, they're not afraid to go there and comment on the show, which is nice because sometimes you talk to alums and they kind of try to stay out of it. They're not afraid to get involved. They're obviously super cute. They've got a cute kid. I believe they're in love. It And I think a lot of people feel that way, but it's just not the, not the time. And the fact that Bachelor yeah. Data Queen Susanna did mm-hmm. figure out that they have the second most screen time overall <laughs> for the season is truly shocking. Well, I think that they are like, obviously Bachelor Nation royalty, like we know that. But I think they're just trying to fill extra episode space by bringing in Ashley and Jared, who have a high social media following. So I think they can help promote the show. Since you just mentioned, Sarah, there is a lot of, you know, randoms here with not a lot of followers. So I think they're trying to just bring up the ratings. But I think it would have been less awkward if they just hosted the show versus them coming in, acting like the college kids that never graduated. Right. Like it, the sex life thing is so strange. And it's like, listen, necessary. like it's not necessary. And they're married and I get it. And I guess being relatable is one thing, but that's not what we're here for. But is that really relatable farting all the time? No. Like, I just think that's gross. Like, it is honestly. gross. It is. I'm trying to be nice, but like it's gross. And it's just not what we're watching Bachelor in Paradise for. I think that's whatever right message, wrong time, if you want to even give them that. But they also made fun of them because you know how Jesse's doing these weird, um, if you want to apply for The Bachelor, do that. And he's like, if you want to fart like Ashley, and it's just rude. Like, it's not even nice to Ashley and Jared. Like, and also for everyone saying like, you know, hating on them, like we got to just let them have a moment because they're getting paid for this. Like a lot more than anyone else. This is like a pretty big thing with five episodes. They're fine. They're fine. And like, they just opened up a coffee shop in Rhode Island. They have a baby. If they want to go on vacation, like I'm not mad at them at all. I just think it's awkward that they're not the the hosts like we don't need what is jesse doing literally nothing he has like one of the low him and the crabs are like in the lowest amount of screen time calculated by bachelor data and also two quick things about ashley and jared one um the giving them the date was absolutely just inappropriate in my opinion i think giving them the date card again just doesn't you know address what we're here for which is to kind of get to know these people who we don't know quite frankly (laughs) um and also the they're rewriting history like we don't need the history lesson so i'm not saying i needed the well story time to be another 20 minutes but that's literally not what happens. Like they only told season two of Paradise and like, you know, your Claire mention, your they break up, but they cut out everything with Kayla Quinn, Kevin from Bachelor Winter Games. Like this is not a, they're selling a fake story. So are you saying you need a story time on Zachary Reality's TikTok of Ashley and Jared's breakdown for everyone to know the truth? I kind of think you need to second the record straight <laughs> because a lot more happened. And if we're going to set them up to be like, they're like, we know what it's like to leave the beach. They're like, you actually don't. Like that's, <laughs> that's not fair. true. I know. It's totally fair. And I mean, I don't even know what else they're going to do for the rest of the time they're there. Um, but hopefully they gave people some good advice. I'm and sure they had fun too. Like the, and the, yeah. the other people seem to like, like the contestants seem to like them being there in real life. Like when they're all hanging out on the beach, like that would be fun. And Ashley's fun. She's a good time gal. Jared's funny. Like I'm sure it's fun. It's just so weird and makes no sense. Well, who do you think is going to come next? Because you know that Joe and Serena, Becca and Thomas and Clayton and Susie are all supposed to make an appearance this season in Paradise. Why didn't I know that? Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to be like Susie? Oh, Clayton no. and Susie went to Paradise. They were spotted on a double date with grocery store Joe and Serena like in June. Um, 
Um, so I don't know if they'll just come on at the end for like an episode. Um, I doubt it's going to be a five episode special, but it's going to give Michelle and Nate from Family Feud. Oh my God, that was so cringy. You know so what's so cringy. interesting is I feel like I've always said, and I think I'm not, this is not an original thought, but I've always kind of said there's so much content in Bachelor Nation. There's so many people. It doesn't make sense to me that they don't have a show that has revolving doors of alums, kind of like a Love is Blind after the Ultra Reunion special, but like not as fake, like, or even as fake, like kind of bringing them <laughs> all together, right? Like bring Faker. <laughs> bringing them all together and but like kind of because the talent we know them and checking in on them and maybe going to you know going to texas to check in on sean and Catherine, and then having yeah, them yeah. travel to go see ari and lauren like that well, would be let's, great let's produce it i feel like we can make this happen that is what but people not on paradise see. but not, not on paradise. paradise that's the issue i think is that we don't want old school and new school together no and don't we, we see that on other shows i guess too right like even when there's a housewife that comes in that's 35 mm. it's just like this is a little awkward just like things like that you know sometimes you just need to keep those worlds separate yeah that's what i think it is and you're watching we're watching paradise to get to watch people get messy to make the wrong decisions in their dating lives and to date not to be married clayton and Susie, we mentioned they're supposed to come were you surprised by that breakup because i know when they did both the cheating scandal drama that was like all fake and mm-hmm. the they're moving to different states kind of gate that everyone was like well this is the yeah sign. you were kind of helping them set the record straight when clayton was kind of putting his foot in his mouth <laughs> with his own words so then yeah. a month later for it to come out that they did break up what were your thoughts yeah i mean i think i told Susie that too i'm like people are gonna be mad at me um, i thought of you immediately yeah well me and Susie have become pretty like good friends i think over the year um we have a similar sense of humor so i definitely was kind of like in touch with her throughout the whole process i don't think she really shared anything that i didn't post um mm. like obviously like she's telling me what i'm allowed to say and what i should tell people blah 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 so i honestly didn't know like how serious it was between them um until i listened to caitlin bristow's podcast mm-hmm. and how how hard it was for clayton like I knew it was hard for him because he opened up about it, but I didn't know how deep it was. So listening to that podcast and getting clarity, like I was definitely shocked that they didn't give it a try because I thought that they really um, like a try after they moved. I thought they were going to at least move and give it a try. But it sounds like, you know, at the last minute, they realized it's better to just kind of take a minute. And she texted me something like, I love Clayton so much, but I, um, we just need to be friends right now. Yeah. I kind of, I listened to the Caitlin Bristow podcast too. And that makes sense. Cause I think it's their lives became about this shit. Like obviously your life about is about the show when you, and cause you're from the show, but you have to kind of start a new life and mm-hmm. leave it behind. You look at an Ari and Lauren. It's so interesting. Cause they were wrapped up in so much drama, right? They never looked back. They, you know, could have been feuding with Becca while her season was there. I'm sure there was a few digs here and there. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But like overall, like they moved on, got married within the year, had kids like life after The Bachelor began because of everything that Clayton is going through emotionally and mentally. And I'm not blaming him, but their lives from what I could see seem to be every couple of weeks go back to the show and rehashing the same stuff. And I do think he does need to work that out on his own. And it's amazing Susie's been there for him, but it's kind of like they're living Groundhog's Day where like every three weeks they mentioned something else would happen or like a comment would bother them. Yeah. They probably were then like, oh, let's talk about like Clayton sucks again. Like that must be frustrating. Well, I think the change finally happened though, because Clayton yeah. moved to Arizona and he's focusing on his career and like prioritizing his mental health. So I feel like now that there's kind of been a shift, you know, when you like move somewhere, you start a new job, like it's like almost a refresh. So I have hopes for Clayton that he's going to be able to move on peacefully. And I know that Susie will be there to support him if he needs. And it seems like the door could be cracked open just a little I think bit. I so too. I don't think just it's totally. Little. Yeah. And they kind of said that they were like, we don't don't want to never say never because then it's also interesting the way they've approached this 
I respect it in one way because they're giving us the answers because they know people are going to talk anyway. But then another way, it's like you're giving people more information to criticize on. And I kind of feel bad. But then it's like, oh, we're, you know what I mean? It's such a weird line, but fascinating for them to do an interview together. So fascinating. But you know what? I think it's better that they said their truth. I think that it's weird when you're on reality TV and there's so many people who speculate about your life. Like if you want people to talk about you longer, you almost like or you want them to not know the truth. Just don't say anything. Yeah. And then but if you want to set your record straight and share your truth, then just say it. People are going to talk anyway and speculate. So I just, I honestly just respect people who just say it how it is and don't care how the public reacts because at least their truth is out there. I think so too. And what was so interesting also with like Michelle and Nate's breakup, they've obviously handled it differently. Nate Very different. You know, went on Nick's podcast and said almost everything. And then the nuggets he left out only caused more speculation, which is usually a problem. Whereas Michelle, who has a podcast associated with the show, obviously has only said one or two things here and there. And then I was expecting, you know, Tino to go the Nate route with the Nick interview, which I uh-huh. think is still coming from I what I've heard. So. He said October 20th, I think. Okay. So next week, unless it changes. Right. And I talked to Nick last week and he said that it was like, he had talked to Tino right before that and it was on the books. But at this point, I almost feel like people have forgotten about Tino. So maybe he should just go. <laughs> no, Tino needs to give. Well, I mean, we need to know, but like, I just know like... he needs to do it for okay. himself. I think okay. he needs to just kind of like clear his conscious and move on with the show. And um, I know Rachel's doing Caitlin Bristow's podcast this week. So I'm sure right. that's going to get all brought up again. I think Tino will feel so much better. And I'm like rooting for Tino. Okay. Um, I just I think, want him to I, speak his me piece. Too a little. I, me too a little. I think yeah. I also think, and I talked about this when that finale aired, but Rach, and this is not a fault to anyone, but what came across from both of them is we didn't actually get any information at all. And listening to Rachel's interviews, which whether they were the ones she did for print publications or on podcasts, she did a much better job and had more time to explain like what she actually thought was sketchy and how Tino was changing his story and mm-hmm. so many things that weren't at all portrayed on the live show that it made it seem like, oh, poor Tino. And then so he should have a chance to respond to one, why it aired so weird. And two, what she said since, because I learned a lot from reading all the stuff she did and didn't really learn anything from watching their breakup. Cause I think also cut yeah. out all the good stuff, which I don't know if we'll ever find out what that was. Well, there's always two sides to every story. And I think Tino was obviously very flustered on the live stage. She was dreading yeah. it. So I think he just wasn't able to articulate his thoughts, which is why he came across as a little bit of a jerk. Um, so I think if he takes a few weeks to process things, he can at least kind of share his story. And at the end of the day, like, you know what? We know you were a dick to Rachel. We know you cheated right. on her. You know, we're, you, you deserve a second chance at life. Like, don't feel like you have to hide away from us. Like, you're, we know you're a good person. Like, it's did, fine. Did you talk to Tino when the season was airing? No, I have Tino's dad. I I didn't, but I did a recap on his on a podcast he did. So I heard yeah. Tino's dad's side of the story. But I have, like, Tino's around LA. So, like, I right. see Bachelor people all the time. So I definitely am getting, like, people telling me, who are running into him, telling me, like, how it was. And it seems like, you know, he only says positive things about Rachel and that. Okay. The experience was just really, really exhausting, you know, for him. Okay. Okay. That's good. And you've met a lot of the guys from the Rachel Gabby season. Oh my God. I just met like half of them. How did that um, go? Oh my God. It was so fun. It was like a creative artist agency party. So just like an event in LA. Um, I went with Kira um, from Paradise. and So much to talk about there. (laughs) Right. Um, And we got to hang out with Logan and Eric and Avon and Mario and um, Meatball. 
And then one of the early guys on the season, his name was Matt. And they were all so awesome. Like, it okay. was so fun to meet them. What is Eric like, IRL? Does him and Gabby so make sense? Cool. Oh, my God. Dude, Eric is the coolest person. Like, I'm not okay. even kidding you. Like, I was talking to him. Like, I would talk to one of my girlfriends. I was just, like, like giving, like, the gay. And Gabby attitude. needs that, probably. Yes. Like, yeah. Eric literally was just so, like, dope. And at first, he didn't know who I was. It took him, like, a minute. He was like, oh, he's like, I like you. You, um... You say nice things because oh. I feel like everyone bashes everyone. So it yeah. was nice. To, it was nice that a lot of the guys like have seen my content and like support me as like spilling tea, but also like being positive about it. I never want to yeah. bash anyone. So there was a lot of it was bonding. Like I felt like I was a part of the season in a way. Oh, my God. I love that so much Um, to talk more about Paradise a little bit. Obviously, we picked up. We're not going to go through every single thing that happened, but Teddy did leave last week. And then we obviously picked up with Rodney looking for her. Mm-hmm. He kind of gets the lowdown. And then that sparked this Rodney and Lace connection make out one night only I don't know because I'm not totally I have some spoilers that I haven't been able to avoid but I don't know like the whole episode breakdown for what's to come Uh but what do we think of the Rodney and Lace and the Teddy of it all of her never posting about the show (laughs) and her cryptic Instagram that wasn't really that cryptic um what did you think of that whole situation I mean I kind of think everything's on social media like Teddy's post tells you exactly what you need to know people in authority tried to cross her boundaries who's in authority the producers like Mm -hmm. you know from what I was told they really wanted her to be with Andrew kind of like they what they really wanted with Brandon and Serene so I truly believe that Teddy just like didn't want to be a part of the drama that was happening behind this behind the, the scenes with the producers so I think that's why she left and I think Rodney and Lace are vibing for now but I was following all these people on social media while Paradise was filming so they all posted their own spoilers on Instagram like right. they all posted when they left they all posted when they get back so I know how it's going to end not even I don't even have to ask people just from social media yeah I just know how this is all gonna end and I love lace like iconic the season like those early seasons of paradise because they did in my opinion just the amount of silly and goof and producing mm-hmm. like I bring up Claire talking to the raccoon all the time which is probably why Claire blocked me on Instagram but I Claire and I, yeah wait I met her recently too and she was so cool and like oh, I was good. nervous I was nervous about I, yeah her. I've never interviewed her either because when wow. her season started I was like gone that whatever day she only did like one day of interviews because then she was gone and it was Tasha, yeah, yeah. and I never inter- did the interview and I found out that she had blocked me on Instagram when they named her the bachelorette I don't know why like I went to find no. see how many followers she had and I couldn't I don't know part of me thinks that maybe it's because I have the same name as the Sarah Heron was on the show so maybe oh. she somehow associated it but I never interact with her but I definitely bring up her and the raccoon like whenever I can Wait, so maybe she, she um I think that Claire and Sally would be really good friends oh my god I have endless things to say about Sally we'll get there but what were you saying we'll before we lost track about and got into Claire oh that I'm obsessed with lace Yes, um, oh, but they, oh, what they used to do was the perfect amount of like goof, like Lace talk, Lace and Grant getting matching tattoos mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, Claire talking to a raccoon, Ashley Eyes hysterics the first time around. Yeah. All great. And like just enough silly and like, oh my God, this show's ridiculous. Now everything is like that. I feel it's like. It's a mockery. This season, right. no, this season sucks. Like, let's be real. Like yeah. it's a mockery of everything. We're super disappointed, I think, as Bachelor longtime fans. Like yeah. Paradise is supposed to be the best time of year and it's overkill at this point. And it's the beginning of the end, Sarah. Like that's the truth. I think the show so is sad. on its last leg. And I don't even know if I can watch that season. Like I really think that we oh, all Oh wait, I saw break. your tweet. I was like, are you 
you announcing a vaccination retirement? No, uh, not as I don't know until it gets to January. I'm definitely not covering his season before it starts. Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. like I'll cover it, like some of the spoilers or like whatever is posted on social media about like where they're traveling and stuff. I did that for the past few seasons, but for Zach's season, I'm not doing any pregame coverage because it's just too exhausting. It is, and I when I saw that schedule that this doesn't end until Thanksgiving, I was just shook to my. I'm like, I have Thanksgiving <laughs> travel plans. Like, yeah. I'm not doing this. Me too. And I remember I was last December, I was in Paris and I got to the airport and they dropped the Clayton trailer. And I was like, oh, this is going to be us. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's like, that's the truth. Like as a journalist, like you're, you know, you work for Us Weekly. I'm a video content, you know, creator journalist. And it's like, when there is a breaking news story, like I will have to pull over on the street. If Kim and Pete break up, like there's more. I was at my brother's rehearsal dinner when Kim and Pete broke up and it was, you know, pound the alarm. I was answering texts. I was answering emails. Mm -hmm. It never, this job never sleeps. Like there's always something going on. And okay. So true. So I was excited about Clayton season because I knew it was going to be bad, like in a good way, but, and I actually was enjoyed the whole, I enjoyed I liked Clayton season. I, I thought it was a great season. So good, good, great television. And I always say the bachelor is about picking a bad lead who makes bad decisions on purpose. It's not great for the lead. And I feel sympathy for them. And we, you know, I don't think it was worth it for Clayton, but it's always good reality television. The bachelorette, True. they need to kind of pick a lead who can more make up her mind. And then we, that's where we potentially get the love story. And then paradise is supposed to be like this fun mix. And instead it's just very stale. Exactly. Yeah. The bachelor has always been my favorite too. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm sure I'll end up watching them, but I might just take it a little bit easier with mm-hmm. coverage. Um, I've been kind of wanting to branch out more to do different like lifestyle and like makeup and travel content okay. to kind of mix things up. So um, I'll always cover the bachelor in some way, regardless. It's also interesting because every season I can only look at it from an us weekly, like number perspective. And I've, uh-huh. I'll be at us weekly for five years next month. So I've wow. been watching and covering certain numbers and shows and same thing happens with Bravo. I just did like a huge deep dive into what Bravo shows are doing well. And obviously it depends on, so what you know, the rating. Ratings. Yeah. And like just what us weekly audience cares about and like our Google numbers and what people are looking at. And I learned a lot because I know it's not overall, bachelor anymore. No, it's, it's, it's it really depends also like the time of year so like when the bachelor premieres the first week does well and then like the finale but a lot of times in the middle unless there's a real life scandal so when something like rachel kirkconnell happened that Mm -hmm. was so crazy and people wanted answers or last night i watched our numbers spike with an old sally story because everyone was googling who is sally again like their refresher so my bachelorette my bachelor paradise recaps aren't doing that much yeah well you're not alone you're not alone like uh, my content right now is doing great with dancing with the stars oh um a lot of people are into that i love that show yeah um and i don't know when adam levine um had his scandal Mm. people love a scandal and i think rachel and gabby season was really good towards the end because there were so many scandals like one week after another yeah then we were all so exhausted because it was just so much to keep up with it's because they broke up that finale in two weeks that was their biggest mistake was it would have been an epic two night disaster fire it would have been the same result but like people would have cared more like the two week break the breaking up is just in painful which is i think the same thing is airing two episodes of paradise week if so let me ask long. you this if you have any insight on this because clearly bachelor nation's exhausted why do they keep why aren't they listening to us like why don't they just make the episodes shorter or like do less of the season or give us more of a break 
like like it just doesn't seem like they're listening to their fans which is probably a huge part of the reason that viewership is going downhill right i mean i think that they're always one step behind and historically they have been for everything so they think they know what formula works i also don't think these shows are that expensive for them to make and they get the press from it anyway and like Uh as cable tv ratings go down like they're going down with them but like not on a decline that should be that alarming for abc because everything's going down like it's consistent so it's not like no one's watching this and i think that during the fall they need to fill these time slots and they're probably definitely disappointed i think with i don't know this but i would assume they're disappointed a little bit with the numbers and i think it did better in september like and i think when they did attempt to listen to us and they pushed back the gabby rachel journey that i think is that sweet spot that summer tv is when you want to be watching the bachelorette and then going to paradise the fall is not the time and i don't think the ratings were very good for michelle or katie so i don't know why they thought that this was a good idea to continue having bachelor content in the fall great great and that's my analysis (laughs) we love it. No, I think it's important that we really just like talk about the, the what's exactly happening. Like we're, yeah. we cover the show. We're fans of the show, but we also have to like call it out because if there is anyone who works at The Bachelor that is listening, like I feel like we are speaking for a lot of people who don't have platforms, you know, who love the show. So if there's anything we can do to save it, you know, your journalists are exhausted. <laughs> we're exhausted. I'm so <laughs> exhausted. Um, To touch on a few more things happening on the beach. It's Let's everyone's it. birthday, which like whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I have written down now it's Justin's birthday. Um, yes, Genevieve, Luce. Luce. (laughs) Love her. Um, But the Justin, Genevieve, Aaron, whatever. I said this last week, (laughs) it bothered me a little bit that they didn't even pretend to make it look like James had to like take interest in Shanae. They just made it so produced to ask her out. Like we knew that's what was going to happen, but they didn't, they dropped the ball on even pretending to like for us to care. That bothered me. But also like Genevieve, I am struggling with because I don't want to be mean. And I understand it's a never ending cycle of, They've been drinking. It's all they think about. It's all hours of the night. I think that's all fair. But I do think that she was being a little hypocritical with the Justin thing, the bringing up how many times they've kissed, whatever. Like, I don't really think it made sense. And I also just don't think they like each other that much. So I don't know why they're both like <laughs> fighting so hard. They for hate each other. They literally right. hate each other. And I think maybe they're fighting hard because the producers felt like, you know, put, assigned them together. <laughs> like, maybe. I don't know. I feel like, I, dude, I've seen some reality shows and like, Sometimes it really is just like, you guys are together, you guys are together, make it work. So it just felt like they felt obligated to stay together, right. which made no sense because we all knew that the whole point was for Genevieve and Aaron to get together from months ago. This was right. a setup. So I understand why Justin was like one foot in, one foot out, but then he should have just pursued Victoria Yeah, or he should have, I mean, he tried to pursue Sally because they had a thing, um, but yeah. I'm happy to see Genevieve and Aaron together because this is what we wanted. So right. they're totally um, fine. I just don't get why both of them... He, when he came back from that date with Victoria, didn't need to give Genevieve a birthday cake and did yeah. do everything right. He said he said he talked to her before he left the date and after, which I do think is respectful. She tried to do kind of the same thing, but then he pulled the like, are you going to kiss me on my birthday? And the whole yeah. thing was just, it was silly. Birthday and I think, guilt. Yeah, I didn't like it on either. Like, I don't think Justin did anything wrong necessarily. And I'm not saying she did either, but it was just too much and unnecessary. Neither um, of them are wrong. I think they just don't communicate and they don't vibe. And yeah. they should have known that after the first conversation. But instead, they gave us five breakup conversations, which isn't necessarily their fault because the producers are only choosing to air certain people. I mean, there's half the cast that we have not seen anything of. 
We mentioned, I mentioned the Bachelor data numbers about Ashley and Jared. The number one person with screen time is Genevieve, Genevieve. which is fascinating because she obviously was a big part. She's the star of the show. Clayton's season, but didn't see that coming. I thought Victoria F was going to be the star. No, so Victoria F is not getting involved in drama this year. Um, She's going to keep it cool. She's going to keep it light. Do you know her? um, We've messaged like once or twice, but we've never met. I'm obsessed with her and Chris Souls. Um, oh my god all i want is like more information on what happened there i'll probably never get it um but i just like would never forget when they were at the leaping lizard cafe in virginia oh my god well i'm sure i'll meet her eventually because i meet all of them well let me know if you do i will (laughs) um she is having this bond obviously with um what's his name logan logan no No. not with logan with johnny johnny sorry like like... i think he's hot like i think him and victoria are like a really hot cool couple and they're both like vibey people like Mm. i feel like they're both really chill so i think we can definitely expect them to go all the way i think so too and just like even if they don't get engaged or date much longer like they're they're gonna be comfortable i think with being there and like enjoying each other's company and we'll get like a couple moments an episode of them kind of being like sarcastic with each other and just kind of like living and enjoying their time we'll get more of them i think towards the end just because there are so many episodes so i think they're just going to air some people who are going home earlier Mm. kind of like you know Haley, like from last week she got the whole episode like she was the star so the editing is weird but i think we'll see everybody we have so many more episodes I also think it's because I'm I'm what I was most looking forward to about the season and still am could potentially save it is the like ceiling of the Love Island Casa Amor twist. Yeah, I think that's next week. I think that's next week, which CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That doesn't make sense to me because they definitely should have waited for these couples to be a little more established. Although everyone's jumping in pretty quickly. But Victoria Fuller is not going to be happy if Johnny does anything potentially sketchy. So I don't want him to, but I think it would be funny to watch her like freak out. We want a good TV show. If if you're going to give us a boring season and it's not personal, you're on reality TV fight fight get make out throw cakes in the fire like yes. i was disappointed rachel and gabby didn't have a fight like i wanted them to be friends but like at least one fight in the middle like come on it's a or tv show just like the logan of it all was such a lame payoff of like how he was yeah. on the switch and then got COVID and disappeared. Do? i don't know so i think i agree like i didn't want them to be quote-unquote pitted against shows as we said over and over again but i wanted the natural scenario that they were in to cause a little bit more of like the flip-flop between the guys turmoil and we could blame the guys not even blame each other conflict resolution that's yes. what, that what that's what makes a good reality show agreed michael a and sierra um i like michael a i know he's like everyone's favorite i i never i don't have anything bad to say about him however um, <laughs> I, don't I don't have anything bad to say about him but but i'm about to say something kind of bad no. <laughs> um i just don't think he liked her that much and i think he didn't need to go into that whole long thing about how he doesn't want to hurt like that kind of felt to me like he was trying to save himself but it's gonna backfire if and when someone else comes down the beach maybe other people won't care but it will backfire for me personally if someone else comes down the beach and then he falls for them so quickly because he just told sierra all these things and that to me meant he shouldn't be there he should have left and gone 
home. That's what everyone's saying. And works through his grief. And I do agree with that because, but I don't think he actually feels that way. I think he was just saying it because he didn't want to look bad. And I think he was trying to let Sierra down easy, which guys do this all the time. That's kind of what I think Tino kind of should have, like, that's like, I don't know, like, that's what guys do. Like they. So you, you're like that he was straightforward, but you thought he was being like extra about it. Yeah. Like, I don't even think he was being straightforward. Like, I think he should have said, I'm just not that into you, Sierra. I don't think he yeah. should have blamed it on his grief because I don't think that's what it is. I think he just didn't like her that much. And she was trying to jump in with two feet forward and take it seriously because that's what he thought she wanted. He thought she want she thought he wanted, but I don't think he ever liked her that much. Well, I think a lot of the general public opinion is like feeling the same way you are. But I also think we can't like we don't know what he's feeling because he has gone through something so traumatizing. So I feel like he definitely deserves like everyone's sympathy. And Sierra was giving him so much empathy and sympathy throughout their conversation. So it's sad that it ended the way it did because she seemed like she cared about him. Um, And also she had the rose. So it's interesting that he was the one that is staying. And obviously, I think the producers want to see him fall in love. Like we want a happy ending for Michael. So I think that he has someone coming down for him he also recovered real quick like she left and then the next day he was like all right what's to come so it's like clearly again he did this whole speech about how he doesn't know if he's ready and this is going too fast and then he's like who's next to potentially go down so it doesn't really add up to me but whatever i was just hoping him and amanda klutz would have read off in the sunset after they went on that date postseason preseason we we love a crossover yeah i do love a crossover brandon and serene nothing perfect yeah literally perfect um the only thing to play devil's advocate i do believe he's genuine i do believe he's a nice person and looking back i always felt bad for nate because when all those episodes were airing it was like how do you compete with brandon who sounds like shakespeare when like he speaks and he sounds just like so profound and says all the right things and was writing like love notes and Nate was just a little more like a cat, a normal dude. Like yeah. I don't really think that that kind of played into that narrative that Nate was like a player, which was kind of fake or whatever. Or was it? I don't Wait, know. You know that I literally was at a coffee shop last, like a couple weeks ago, and I saw him scootering like on Nate? one of those birds. Nate, yeah, I was like, "Hey, Nate," and then he like came to say hi real quick. Isn't that so awkward? That's and so... random. <laughs> Were you like I um, definitely reposted and got a lot of um, looks on the Deandra? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I interviewed Deandra um, a couple months ago, and she's so cool. Yeah, um, I, but I, I think to it's her just once, like. Though. It's definitely like normal at this point to just like, you know, people know I talk about the show. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like whatever. But I think what were we saying before? Oh, Brandon and Serene. And maybe, I was just I saying, I like him, but I also am like, maybe he's too perfect. Like, is there something wrong here? No, he's just really, really sweet. I think we know the way he loves. Like, he loves with, like, his all. Like, honestly, like, he was crying for her. Like, it's so sweet. I think it we is. saw him kind of do that with Michelle a little bit. But I think with Serene, it's different. And I think that they're really into each other. So it's good to see nice, pure, young love on the show. And I mean, I think they're going to get engaged at the end. All right, I'll choose that narrative. Not that it's a narrative, but it is sweet. And like when he was like crying over how pretty she looked, like that's lovely. And like her birthday mm-hmm. and the birthday party. And she seems to think it's genuine. I was just going to say as a cynic, why isn't he booed up already if he's so perfect? Well, he's 27, right? 28. But like, is this going to be like Riley and Marissa where they seem so perfect and then Ooh. it wasn't so perfect, which I still I don't mean, really I know what happened we'll, there. But Right. I don't even think I, I don't barely know what happened here either. I, I asked like that was someone so who was close to the situation and they kind of implied that it was too dark for them to tell me. Yeah. Well, 
whatever. But whatever. I think I'm we'll just see saying. what happens. I yeah. hope it's not, but I'm, I just yeah, feel yeah. like it seems like it's going a little too well. Yeah, I mean, Brandon is really obsessed with Serene, and she also made it clear that she was obsessed with him. So I think they're going to leave the show together and get engaged. Yeah, yeah. Will it last after? I don't know. We'll have to kind of see um, at the tell-all what their update is. Because, you know, they're filming that the first week in November. So I, I think that, yes. <laughs> so I think that that's going to give us, like, the updates on, like, what everyone's doing. I'm glad that they're going to film one because I don't think they had one last year. They didn't. And that's good because it's been a decent amount of time, too. Yeah. Since it's airing kind of delayed, like, that'll be uh-huh. enough time. And those tells used to be really good. Like, remember, like, yeah. Katie and um, Chris Bukowski and oh um, yeah when they walked off the stage like the tells yeah. are always great especially with paradise when you have a mix of guys and girls mm-hmm. so i think that everybody will bring it i think everyone will get re into it but it also sucks that it's ending the week of thanksgiving because nobody wants to watch tv that week totally well you know who better be there and who i'm obsessed with is sally Oh, I don't she think she's gonna go. She, I don't. You know, she went to Clayton's um, yeah, women tell all, but they cut her out. Um, and I think at this point, Sally's gonna. Wait. We never know if she's gonna. If she shows up, maybe she'll miss her flight. Maybe she'll change her mind. I don't know, but I would love to see more of Sally. What do you think? Because I'm obsessed with Sally, and I was obsessed with Sally when Clayton's season happened. I was one of the Sally. people who was like. I hope she comes back so badly. People were like, they gave way too much time for that. I was like, are you kidding? One, didn't give us, enough. Didn't give enough. It told us everything we needed to know about Clayton that he offered her a rose within five seconds of meeting her because <laughs> she was a pretty blonde and she was a walking red flag. And he went, please stay. So we learned, ev- and Clayton, love you. But we learned everything we need to know about what we were about to watch with that. And we watched this girl who's like, in what world did her family and friends let her on the day she was supposed to get married, go on this program. <laughs> and then everything that's happened in the last year before the last like six months before she got there, what did she, did she get back with the ex? Her and Justin hooked up at stagecoach. What, what have you heard? What okay, you okay. happened? Listen, Sally is not with her ex. Okay. I'm reading, I'm reading my notes here. Wow. Okay? This is journalism. This is when I have the notes. Okay. She's not with her ex anymore, but they do work at the same hospital. So okay. they are on amicable terms. And she said on the show that she had a conversation with her ex out of respect for him because they were engaged. And, you know, they, he knows that if she goes on the show, the articles and the publicity is going to drag him into it. So she, that's why Sally got so upset. Okay. Because when she got there, she made it clear that that was the one thing she didn't want to talk about to producers, mm-hmm. probably not to Genevieve and Shanae, who she's never met before. Right. The show. Yeah. Besides like the five seconds, they probably saw each other yeah. on stage at the so, show, which we didn't even say. So it's, it's, it is valid for Genevieve and Shanae to be like, are you still with your ex? Cause that's how they know her. However, I guess it just went on for too long and that's what frustrated Sally. And that's why she left because she was pissed about it. And that was never her suitcase. That was never her suitcase. So never they, her suitcase. She did have a bag or she just agreed to go along with the bag. They took narrative. her back. Her bag went to the, went to paradise. So but two Sally bags it. were there. One Sally bag was there. One was fake. Okay. So one real Sally bag, one fake Sally bag. And so when Sally got there and Jesse Palmer was like, my bag got there, she was genuinely saying that, but didn't they realize took that her there bag. was a gag about a different bag. They did. Yeah. The bag thing was fake, which I'm actually going to be for Halloween. I'm going to be Sally's suitcase. I'm wearing a blonde yeah. wig, I'm wearing a suitcase and putting duct tape on that says Sally. I'm not even kidding. That's perfect. Um, but I think the reason they took her bag is for to get her to go to the beach. I mm. think Sally is very flaky um when it comes to bachelor nation she has a yeah. history she has so a, I, she has a fair point i mean she yeah. should have trusted her gut like she said well she probably should have never went on the show to begin to begin with yes. i think the producers probably were frustrated that she even went to clayton season but then it also gave us like something really big to talk about again love so, it yeah so i almost <laughs> think that the plan was almost to kind of get her there and do the same thing to her all over again because it's just kind of like 
iconic that she's there for 15 minutes each time. It was. And I think even you could tell with the Genevieve and Shanae thing, which they're becoming friends is kind of actually nice. I don't hate it. I'm here um, for it. But the way that Genevieve and they were saying, like, I had to ask, it was like, they probably did want to ask, but also like they had to ask. Like that was yeah, like, like their way of being They're getting like, the most screen time for you. a reason, Sarah. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't blame them, but it did get a little mean girly, but I don't think that was necessarily their fault. I feel like they felt like they really did have to, but they could have asked, or I mean, it would have gotten out. Like if she really started dating Justin, like everyone on the beach heard the Wells version of the story, which obviously was exaggerated. So it's not like people didn't oh, yeah. know. So I don't know. I feel like they they shouldn't, I, mean, I don't know if it was their they choice, to even Shanae, to like kind of take on the roles as like the gatekeeper which is never a good look but i think it would have happened naturally and we could have gotten sally for like at least a day i mean it was so funny when sally was like follow the cameras and then he's like they're always here because genevieve's getting filmed 24 7 like i right. said she's the star of this show she knows she knows so i mean sally was i just wish she stayed longer Me i wish too. she like at least like slept like there for one night and maybe like felt but i think she was just bombarded and i really think that her and justin would have went on a date and like maybe continue their relationship because they did meet at stagecoach and they shared right. that so that was what a storyline i was so interested in and it was perfect because genevieve and justin broke up so i'm so sad that that happened to sally because you know her boundaries were crossed but i wish that like they gave her a day uh, I know. She, she's so interesting i think so too and like i said like i don't think it was genevieve and shanae's idea to like bombard no. her like that but they should have just let it play out it all would have come out um justin could have asked his own questions if they went on a date like it's no secret that she was engaged or was supposed to be there yeah. um and i like justin i feel like he's really getting the short end of the stick yeah i mean i, I don't i'm really indifferent with justin okay. like i really don't have many opinions of him but i love his painting i think that he's so talented and mm -hmm. i love seeing someone passionate about something so i mean i hope he paints a mural in my house one day yeah me too um peter is so Someone who I don't think anyone really likes, but he showed up. The, the pizza, pizza man. Pizza man. Pizzapreneur. Um, I'm dead. I love Brittany. I She's want cool. her to get more screen time. And I think that it, I actually liked that date. I think they showed us just enough where it was clear that he's very like full of himself and was talking about himself. And she was just like, get me out of here. And then an unexpected connection with Andrew. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I mean, Andrew was, you know, the guy to go to all along. Maybe she wanted to go for him, but, you know, he was preoccupied with Teddy. So I think they're going to be a couple now. I mean, they're kind of, we always see those couples that form like midway. So I think Andrew and Brittany are going to ride it out for however long until someone else shows up or the end of the show. I mean, I think that they're going to team up. I think so too. And then we have Casey who was kind of with Britney, I guess. Um, he's so yeah, random. Yeah, he was. I think he was talking to Britney for the first few episodes. Yeah. Um, he is kind of random. Yeah. And I think we'll... I think he's going home next week. Sorry. I, yeah. I think I, that the... I think that's fair. Yeah. I think there, we have a rose ceremony and it seems like he's on the chopping block and... Um, who else is on the chopping block? Maybe that guy, Peter. Oh, definitely Peter. Peter. Um, honestly, like, maybe Justin, unless maybe someone just Justin. does a friendship rose with him. And then the Logan and James over Shanae. I think, no, I think Shanae is definitely going to pick Logan. Okay. So you think James he's is going to go home? I think James is going to go home for sure. I don't think he's like, I think they kind of just wanted to bring him to like hype up Aaron because they're like a dynamic True. duo. But like James isn't like, you know, he's just not, I don't even think he wants to be there. I think he's just chilling. And also like he, 
I knew Aaron was coming based on the commercials, but I didn't even know James was going with him at first. So well, I don't they think have he's to go in. together. True. I don't think the, he was in the like trailer the says, teaser though. The trailer says everything. Like you see everyone yeah. making out in the trailer. So I think that it's kind of obvious if you just like look who's on the cast and look at the trailer. Like yes. <laughs> it really just shows everything. Jill and Jacob, perfectly weird, kind of Carly and Evan yeah. vibe. So they'll probably ride it out a little bit. I don't think they're going to be a long lasting duo, but their birthdays are in October. So that's exciting. No, but oh yeah, Scorpios. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but I think Jill's been funny this season. Like yeah. she's been getting, giving some like laughs and Jacob, we're seeing a lighter side of him than what we saw when he told Gabby he would have left. It was just her here. Yes. So, I mean, we love a redemption arc. True. But that brings us to Kira, your Kira. friend. Kira's my friend. Did Kira come back for Jacob or did Kira come back because producers told her to come back and maybe like she talked to Jacob but always wanted to go back with Romeo? What do you think? Kira came back for Jacob. You believe she it? Re- yes. Okay. Yes. She came back for Jacob. She really thought like she needed clarity. She just felt like, you know, she never left Mexico and she really just kind of felt It probably like had been like 12 hours just based four on days. this pacing. It was four days. Four days. What was she doing for four days? I don't know. Chilling. Quarantine. So they, but they, they didn't send her home. So there was always an opportunity. Yeah. Well, maybe they wanted to kind of, maybe they like to keep extra people in the hotel at all times. A few days out, just in case, mm. you know, you want to spice up the drama. Was Sally so, going to come? They didn't know. Sally definitely dipped <laughs> Teddy out Teddy left right early. There was, there's been a lot of exits. Out. Teddy yeah. dipped out. Sierra left. Um, but no. I think, yeah. So Kira really did come back for Jacob because she was just kind of thinking about it. And, you know, she talked to him. She wasn't aware of the fact that Jill and Jacob, you know, were vibing when she was gone. Because remember, Jacob gave his rose to, was it Lace or Brittany at the first rose ceremony? I think Lace. Yeah. So she talked to Jacob. Jacob obviously was into Jill. Um, They had a conversation about it. And then Kira and Romeo, remember, I think you were interviewing someone, um, Jill. I listened to that interview and they met in Harvard. So I don't even know. I guess they had a connection and, you know, Kira was about to leave the beach and her and Romeo had a spark. I guess they kissed and then they left the show together and started talking after. And we don't know what's happening now. I guess we'll find out. I yeah. they probably can't officially say. Yeah. And I, I do know, but I'm not going to say, because I think that Will we'll we see them at surprised? the reunion. I mean, I think that, I don't know. I, I don't think it was as awkward as a, as a pause. Right. Because everyone was talking about his seat. pause and the face people were saying it's giving Dale getting engaged to Claire on yeah. Romeo's face. Yeah. Yeah. And that's editing. I think that's a little bit of the editing, a little bit of the music. I mean, okay. Kira got villain music from the first second oh. she got down there. Mm-hmm. And like, I have to just say, like, she is so cool. Like, she's really dope. She's so, a real doctor. She is. No, and she's really good at her job. She does facts on TikTok where she talks about like all these interesting things. And I listened to her on Brian and Mike's podcast and like she knows her stuff. So I think she just went to paradise to have a good time and not take herself too seriously. And, you know, someone's got to play every character on a reality show. Yeah. What I did love about her and respected about her is that she came in like guns blazing and didn't try to hide that. Yeah, she she was was like, I want to go to the boom boom room. I want to have fun. I'm like pretty open to anyone. And it wasn't that never always ends with that. That's a tough edit to get. And I think she knew and didn't care. Then the Romeo all, I think through all of them for a loop, the Romeo Jill, because I don't think they knew that Romeo, they were going to like expose that is the way Jill kind of said it to me, like that she thought it was maybe a dead issue. But then when Romeo took interest in them, she she was like, oh, like, are we doing this? Like, I was kind of confusing. 
No, it was it, Romeo caused the problem. Like he yeah. even admitted to like talking to multiple girls before the show. I mean, there's pictures, you know, he was talking to like half the girls from Clayton season. And I think, you know, the ones that he may have had a connection with that showed up to paradise were kind of, you know, left to deal with it. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, I feel like we covered everything that happened on the beach more than enough. Um, oh my God. So next week we'll have two more episodes, but I'm going to see you this weekend at BravoCon. Yes. So we get to talk about Bravo for a second, which is so mm-hmm. exciting. What are you most looking forward to at BravoCon? I'm so excited to see the Jersey Housewives. They split them into two different panels this year. I'm with, shocked. Because of the drama between Teresa and Melissa. So I hate that it's like so sidey. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe a few new girls next season will spice it up, but I'm going to try and make it to both those panels i want to see beverly hills people mm. like um because kathy, kathy and lisa Milton. renner will both be there but aren't scheduled to be any in any same room at the same time gotcha i really haven't looked at the itinerary i also have much. like the press room schedule yeah you so do. it's interesting to see like how they divide it because certain casts are all coming together and others aren't like even the vanderpump kids are divided Ooh. um a little bit and wait they- you know my best friend was is, was just on the show um, my best Ooh. friend ali she's dating james so she's gonna be partially on next season stop I know. Oh my God. That's yeah. exciting. I can't wait for that to come back. Oh then. my God. We'll and have the to best talk Pump about... Rules when oh it my comes God. on. Vanderpump Pump Rules is the best. The last time, um, last Vander, uh, last BravoCon, like it was when Lala or um, Stassi, Katie and Kristen were all fighting. Mm-hmm. So like I would watch, it was like, I was, I felt like I was in an episode, like watching them try to avoid her on the carpet and how awkward it was. And then also obviously the Denise stuff was going down. So like Lisa Renna oh. didn't do any press and they were all like running yeah. through the carpet. Like you could watch seeing all these people at once. So like things like Melissa and Teresa, your Kathy, Lisa Renna, Kyle. What if like, they run into each other? It'll be very deliberate if they don't run into each other or if you do see them run into each other or even um, I'm trying to think like how Tamara was feuding with Jill over like her yeah. leak. Like, well, that's going to be juicy. There's going to be drama at BravoCon like live, I think. Yes. So I'm going to be eating it up. I got like a mini mic. So I am yes. going to be vlogging the whole weekend oh and gosh. just getting like really good, good content. So everybody check great. out my TikTok, Zachary yes. Reality. You know where to go. You know where um, to go. I'm excited to be in New York and I can't wait to meet you in person. I, I feel like we're going to have so much fun. Well, I can't wait to see you at BravoCon and I'm sure we'll touch base about all this VIP disaster, maybe. Thank you to. so much. And everyone, follow you on all platforms because that's where the tea is yeah thank you for having me sarah bye guys bye thank you for tuning in to another episode of here for the right reasons us weekly's bachelor podcast don't forget to like subscribe share tell your friends about this podcast and come back every week for more bachelor breakdowns around you can find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.